on page Kufchaf Aleph. Such a beautiful sentence from the Gemara, talking about davening. About davening. How when a person understands that the tachlis of davening is to enter into the world of chibur, of connecting to HaKadosh Baruch And even when we ask in Shemun for the things that we need, we ask for parnasa and for health and so on, that the underlying tachlis of all that we're asking for is chibur, being more connected to the Creator. The tachlis is connection to the Creator. But if a person's way of davening is, I need this, I want that, without it leading to a closer relationship to Hashem, so then davening itself becomes an activity of pirud, nifrodos, separation. Wherever somebody has a taiva for, for his own physical needs, his own personal needs, that comes from the guf, and the guf is the world of separation. Tfila means connection. Naftuli alakim naftalti. Tefil means aloshin, a language of being connected, of being bound and glued together. That's what davening is. And therefore, all of the things that we're asking for in davening, all the things, especially in Shemanasa, everything we're asking for, each bracha, even though it talks about a separate thing, we're asking for panasa, we're asking for health. But it's all one underlying theme woven throughout all of davening, which is chibur, dveikas basha. And the middle of Kuf we can now understand how Rabbi Yochanan could say such a thing. Look inside, if you have Rabbi Yochanan Amar, the middle of Kuf Chafalov. Rabbi Yochanan said, Ulevai she yispalul adam kol hayom kulay. Rabbi Yochanan said, Halavai, if only Halavai. Ulevai she yispalul adam kol hayom kulay. If only a person could spend the entire day davening. Can you imagine? Now, for girls, that might not be such a horrible thought. If you say that to a room full of guys, Levi's, he spelled that half hour in the morning. Most of the guys can't get to on time, and most of them leave early. I don't know if you know that, and I don't want to let out anybody's secrets and things, but there's a lot of problems with that going on. I shouldn't say most. A lot of children. But Levi's, he spelled Adam Kola Yom Kulai. What does Rabbi Yochanan mean? First of all, on a very practical level, how is it possible? The person should daven all day. Racist, to begin with. There are three pillars upon which the world is standing. It's not just davening. Not just avayda. It's taira, avayda, and gemilas chasadim. So what does it mean? That a person should just daven? Not anything else? What about taira? What about gemilas chasadim? The of al in addition to that, Adam Torah, a person is busy. Hashem said that He wants us, Bez Hashem, to get married, if we can, and Bez Hashem to have families, and to raise children, to make a panasa, to keep our home, 
to prepare meals, to take care of laundry. There are a lot of things the Baruch wants us to do. The person should daven the whole day. What does that mean, Bechalal? It's not the Ratzon Hashem that we should daven all day. If you would see a person that's davening all day, you, sh- you would have to go over and tell them, listen to them. No, you have to learn a little bit. What's with learning? Or what's with your family? What are you sitting here davening all day? You haven't seen your kids. What about your wife? What about Parnassah? She says, no, the Gemara says the Brachas. That's what I do. I daven all day long. Is that what it, so what does Yochanan mean? Person's busy. He's busy with Sachem Gashmim Shalom. There are physical things he has to be busy with, and Hashem wants us to be busy with. Otherwise, he wouldn't have brought us down into this world. He wants us to be busy with these things. He wants us to take care of children. He wants us to, to he wants us to, get, to to eat supper. He wants us to do these things. He made us like that. So what are you saying, Rabbi Yochanan? Levaishi spalod and kolayim kulay. But a person should daven all day long. And the hein b'tzachar ruchni. And not only that, the Baruch Hashem doesn't want us to daven all day long. He also wants us to learn, and he also wants us to do things to help other people. What are you going to sit there all day long, davening for other Jews, and, and you're not going to actually get up and do anything for them? That's what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants. That's not what he wants. So the Tanoim, the Amaroim, they weren't saying things stam in the veld to make uh, shocking statements. So what did Rabbi Yochanan mean when he said such a thing? What does Rabbi Yochanan mean? Even that lotion of Rabbi Yochanan. There's no real word in English, because even if you say, if only, it's not the same thing as, as ulevai or halavai. <coughs> and even that lashon of ulevai, it's not a lashon that we find too often in the Gemara and in Chazal. It's not, not, it's not found too often in, in, in Chazal. This is calling out for a deeper explanation of what does this mean. The deeper meaning of this is There are two bechines, there are two aspects, there are two ways of davening. There's the kind of davening, and we would all be very, very pleased if we could live up to this first way, where the person uses the mouth and the mind. Meaning, you're, you're pronouncing the words carefully, and you're thinking about every word that you're saying. That's pretty good. Halavai. We should be able to be on that madrigan. To pronounce the words and to think of the words. And therefore, there are many, many books in English and Svarim that are written to help us understand the words. And nowadays, there are translations where a person can read the Siddur and he's able to read along with every word in, in the language that he or she speaks. And it's Machai. So to say the words and to understand what you're saying and to think about what you're saying. That's one Bechina. That's one 
type of kavana by tefillah. Avayeshna tefillah, but there's a different kind of davening. And one doesn't exclude Khalilah the other. But there's a different madrega of davening. Avayeshna tefillah, shehi bebchines mabui hanefesh. There's a davening which is an outpouring of the soul. There's an outpouring of the soul. Shukas nefesh, a longing of the soul. Tikvaso, all the hopes of the of a person. The teichalta, all of the dreams, aspirations, what a person longs for. To pour out, to cry out. That's not that's not just a matter of pronouncing and understanding. It's not just a question of some formula. It's a davening that reaches down into, into the roots of a person and what a person wants in, in life, what a person is longing for in this world. There are some things that never enter into your mind, that wouldn't even enter the mind. Sometimes it happens, God forbid, there's a person that, you, that, that, that you're very close to, and that person is not well, and you start to daven, and you begin to cry, and things begin to come out that you never thought about. And you never even realized that you had such a connection to that person. You never even realized how much you loved the person. You never realized how much you needed the person. It never it, it, it was something that you didn't that you didn't even think of. It never it never was part of your machshavas. It was never part of your thinking process. There's something much deeper than your thinking process. It's not something that you've thought about, and it certainly is not something that you ever articulated, that you ever spoke about, that you ever spoke about, that you ever actually asked for or davened about. This is the inner longing, the deep inner longing of a person. Many times it's covered up over the years by so many different things in life that we've gone through. Each person in his or her own life, different experiences that have created coverings. And at certain times in life, the person is able to, is able to come into contact with that deeper part of who he or she is. I was talking to somebody recently who, whose, um, whose wife was going through uh, a terrible sickness. And this marriage has not been a good marriage. It's a marriage that's already 
for over 30 years. And there have been terrible, terrible problems in the marriage. The vast majority of these problems can be traced back to the gentleman who I'm talking about, and some of them to the wife. But it's been a, it's been a very rocky. And he's told her a lot of very strong things over the years. The gimel word, get, or in English, divorce, was thrown around left and right over the past 30 years, hundreds of times. Get, divorce, get, divorce, we're going to get a get, I'm going to give you a get, and da, 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 da. I want to get, you can give you a get. It's interesting. She wants a get, and he says he's going to give her a get, but they never got divorced. It's an interesting thing in the world like that. Say that. Some, sometimes people just like to torture each other, but there are other things that are oftentimes there that they don't even know about. So now, Lolene of the wife is dying in a hospital in Manhattan. And this guy is absolutely falling to pieces. And you can't help but have a little Yetzirah to ask him the question. Like, isn't this the answer to your prayers? All you've been complaining about the past 30 years is your wife. She has hardly gotten... Um, a kind word from you, an expression of love is out of question. So what, what, what's going on? Well, I didn't God forbid ask such a thing. But he on his own was telling me, I can't live without him. Those were his words. I can't live without him. And I, I don't want to live without him. I said, that's... And he knows that I know because we've been talking all these years. Like, and he said that to me. I can't live without her. I said, why'd you tell her that? Don't tell me that. Why'd you tell her that? So he got very uncomfortable when I said that. I said, we were in the hospital. I said, come inside. Let's tell her. Not let's. I'm not me. <laughs> you, you, you tell her that. You tell, it's very nice, you don't have to add anything, you don't need any hallmark, no cards, nothing. Go with and tell, I can't live without you. Maybe it'll bring her a fool in Yeshua. Maybe that's why she's dying. She's dying to hear from you, a kind word. She's dying to hear from you that you can't live without her. So what do you think, did he or didn't he? He, he couldn't bring himself to do it. Not yet. He's working on it, he promised him. I said, it's pretty scary, and I hope that Hashem gives you and your wife time to be able to work on it. But I don't think you should put it off any longer. But I believe him. He feels that he can't live without her. And, and, and you can't help but think, wow, if you'd have only been telling her that for the past 30 years, then it would have been like an old song that we used to listen to, what a wonderful world it would be. It would have been a wonderful life. Chaval. Chaval al azman. Chaval al achayim. To live without that. But look. Is this what it takes? It took, it took his wife to be dying of cancer. Olayim. 
and him to be by himself thinking about her and looking at pictures in the house. It took that for him to be able to say to himself and to a friend, I can't live without it. What a person has inside, and he's not being dishonest. He means it. But he never ever thought about it, let alone said it. Never thought about it. Other Abba, all the years he thought, I would do very well without her. And I knew this girl in high school, I knew that guy, that girl in college, so could have been labored there. And now, pit on, all of a sudden, I can't live without her. The person carries inside. There's a tefillah that comes from that part of a person. Hadassi he Esther. There's that Hadassi, that fragrance that comes from a place that's Nista, that's very, very hidden. When Rabbi Yochanan said, When Rabbi Yochanan said, Halavai, Halavai, a person should dive in the whole day. He wasn't saying Lamaisa. Rabbi Yochan wasn't suggesting Lamaisa to daven all day. He didn't do that. He was learning all day. He davened Shachas bin Chamarv and he had, I'm sure, some of his this. He was a big tzaddik. So when he wasn't davening all day and he, wasn't, and he wasn't suggesting a program of davening all day. What he was saying is the following. He's saying that there's that there's a davening that's standard mouth mind davening, which is good, but standard. I think about what I'm saying. And then there's a different kind of davening. It's called halavai. Halavai, if only. It's a very beautiful thing that he's saying. There's a davening of halavai. Halavai is the same letters as Eliyahu. You know that. That's that's a tefillah that brings a person to, 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 to redemption, to bringing out something. What does it mean, gula? Gula means to bring out from yourself, karvel nafshi ga'ala, to bring out the true inner, inner essence of a person. That's redemption. Halavai is the oisius eliyahu. Not ulavai, but halavai. Is the oisius, the letters eliyahu. Shazayistiyah that means that there's that which I actually think about and I read the words and I say and then there's that feeler that, that I, I, I want to be able to say. I, I'm asking Hashem to help me come to that part of myself and to open myself up in such a way where those chukas, those longings of who I am are able to come forth, are able to flow from my heart into my mouth. Page Kuf Chav Beis. Eina kavon is shabar elam hamaisi yispalel kal hayoyim. Rabbi Yerchon is not saying that in the elam hamaisi, that in the actual world, that lamaisi, that a person should daven all day long. Shezebavadi yavsha. That certainly it cannot be. It's not what Hashem wants us to daven all day. 
Ela Shazutia et like Shukas and Nefesh at Pnimis Kalazman, the Pinis Lavai, but a person should all day long want to Davin, wish he could talk to God, wish he could have that connection to God that Davin is about. That a person should live with Halavai, I could Davin all day long. Halavai, I should have a relationship with God all day long. Halavai, if only I could bring out that relationship, if only. Even though I only have certain times of the day that I Davin. But the rest of the day, and during that time too, and the rest of the day, halavai. To walk around with a little bit of a halavai. Now, wherever I go, I always take a safer with me. And one of my children once asked me, you know, we were going someplace, like to uh, an amusement park or something, with the kids, and, and I take along a safer. My kids said, Daddy, you, you know you're not going to you know you're not going to be able to learn because you're busy handling with us. So it's not like I went with my wife. I went. I took it by myself. So what am I doing with the safer? So I said, it's. I know. I don't think I'm going to have a chance to learn. But when I have the safer, it's a little bit of a halavai, you know, that maybe I'll be able to get back to it at some point. A person has to live with halavai. If you don't have any halavai in your life, then it's very, very, very bleak. But the halavai we're talking here specifically is, is the halavai that feeling if only I could turn away from what I'm doing right now in the day, which I have to. There's nothing wrong. I'm working. I'm in school. Halavai, if I could sneak away for a moment and talk to Akadosh Baruch. It's a different way. It's a different way of life. To live with that all day long, every day. Halavai. Koyach ha'ishtoikikus. The koyach of ishtoikikus of longing, of wanting. Rotsna chibur shla nivala boyrai. That rotsn, that rotsn that we, that a person has to the boyrai, to the creator. To connect to the creator, to have a chibur, to have a connection with the creator. That's that second level of davening, that deeper level of davening. To have a, to have a real connection to Hashem. That davening should bring me closer to make a real connection to Hashem. Not just to understand the words that I'm saying, but to tap into those deeper longings and deeper feelings. Davening is life. Chayim. That the Rabbi Shalom is sitting here, standing here right next to me, and I'm talking to him. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm reaching into the deepest part of myself to express myself and to talk to him. Not that I'm saying some words half-heartedly and absent-mindedly from a Siddur. Or even if I'm saying with, this, with, with, the, with understanding all the words. And I learned four different interpretations of what it means, Ashrei. What does it mean, Ashrei, Yoshrei, Yisrael? I learned four different. So I'm thinking of interpretation number three that I took in my Tefillah class in seminary. I'm thinking of interpretation number three. That's not the, that's not the essence of Davin. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to learn. That's not the essence of Davin. Chibur. Hishtaikikus. Connection. Longing. 
Halavai, she kuloi to be in that relationship all day long. But a person should want it. You know you can't be, but a person should want to be. That's life. Not a davening of mason without life. What does it mean to be alive? Those who are dveikim b'ashem, only dveikis Hashem is true life. Anybody that tells you there's something else that's called true life is not telling you the truth. There's only one true life, and that's a life of atam dveikim b'ashem lokeichem, chayim kulchem hayen. There's no other Chaim Kul The person who lives without that is breathing and is alive but is not living. Living is only Atam Advekim Basham Lakechet, Chaim Kul That's living. And that's what we're asking for. I'm not sure you can give to be alive means to be alive means living in a relationship with the Kaddish Baruch and even when you're working even when you're in school even when you're preparing supper there's a little thing in the back of your head that says Halavai because that's what it means to be alive. Davening has to be in this way of chayim, of life. And we're asking for life. We always daven for life. But what kind of life? What kind of life? I don't know if I once mentioned to you, but you know, I think I did a few weeks ago maybe, that somebody came, somebody who, who a couple, they were married for a long time, they didn't have any children, and they went to the Chavetz Chaim. They went to the Chavetz Chaim, that the Chavetz Chaim should give them a bracha that they should have children. This is not going to be a happy story. I'm telling you right now to brace yourselves doesn't have uh, the ending you, you, you usually look forward to with Chavz Chaim stories. So they came to Chavz Chaim, they asked the they should take a bracha, the daven for them to have a child. Chavz Chaim said, no, what for? So they couldn't understand what, what for. So Chavz Chaim said that most of the kids nowadays are going off with the communists. So he said, it's not tachlis like that, that you should have a child stuff. Now it's not so good to have children. That's what he said. I'm not giving you a bracha for that. Could you imagine? Chavetz Chaim said that. It's not Stam in the Velt. His son said that over. It was there. The Chavetz Chaim said, children, if the children are not going to be Shemitah Mitzvahs, what's the Tachos? So you could ask a Kasha, maybe they will be. Why wouldn't they be? That's not. The Chavetz Chaim was much bigger than all of our dumb questions. The Chavetz Chaim said such a thing. That at that time, the way that it was, a large amount of the, a large percentage of the kids were going off. So Chavaz Chaim said, what's the tachlis? 
But to have a kid, you could put a bow tie on and go to see us and take a picture. There's a Mechal Shabbos, Eichel Nevelas and Shaifas. That's the Tachas that the Neshama came into the world. For that, you have to, you have to bring in the Neshama into the world. To, to, for what? I know this goes against the sensitivities that isn't there life other than me, but about it doesn't sound so nice, yeah? That's the Mitzvah. That's life. Life is Atamad Vekim Mashamakechem, Chaim Kulchemim. There's no other definition of life. When you dab Zacharyel Chaim, it doesn't mean Stam to be alive. It means to be alive and to serve a Kajbaru. Or else it's not life. It's not life. And Chavaz Chaim said, For that, I don't have to dab in for you. Now's not a good time. To have a child? I don't see the tachlis with the children. Again, you could have kashas on that, but it's shocking to hear such a thing from the Chavetz Chaim. He's called Chavetz Chaim, the one who longs for life, who wants life. Life means a life of Dveikas Basha. Now, once the Jews in the world, of course, we're davening and we're hoping that even, even if the person is, is 119 years old and is having his 120th birthday tomorrow, we're hoping he can do tshuva and make and turn things around that his life is in the halfway and it was taka worthwhile. But for a person to come to this world and not to have a life of, of tarimitzus of Yiddishkeit, for a Jew, it's not called life. It's not called life. The person's alive. You have to be treated as a living person with all the respect and to treat the person, fine. But the panemius, and panemius, if a person gets up in the morning, doesn't watch Negovas, doesn't say brachas, nishkandav, 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 You can't say that, obviously, in certain groups of people. You can't say such a thing. They'll be terribly offended. And they're going to start to say, are you telling me that my life is worthless? Are you saying that my life is worthless just because I'm not an Orthodox Jew? You can imagine what this could cause, yeah? So the answer to that is, first of all, don't, don't tell people. But the second thing is, no, the answer is, no, your life is not worthless. It's Nishkan Leben, you understand. It's not the same thing as a life that's worthless. It's not called being alive. Don't give yourself that much credit. Your life is not worthless. You're not alive. Somebody told me once, I, I, don't, I never tasted sushi. You know what that is? Sushi became a very big thing here. People spend a lot of money on, on that. I never tasted it. And I, I, God's help, I never intend to taste it. <laughs> so a firm person said to me, Rabbi, you never tasted sushi. You haven't lived. He told me such a lush. <laughs> you haven't, I haven't lived because I haven't tasted sushi. So I, I asked him, did you, did you, did you ever learn Kedusha Slavi? He says, no, he doesn't go for that. I said, you haven't lived. <laughs> you, never, you never tasted the Kedusha Slavi, you haven't lived. But he said, if you haven't tasted sushi, you haven't lived. But, oh, yeah, yeah, if you say to somebody, you haven't kept Paramitsis, you haven't lived, you get in big trouble. You get in big trouble. It's not that the life is worthless. It's Bechlaunsh Kanleben. It's not life. It's something else. Person's alive, but it's not life. There's only one life for a Jew. The Torah says, 
Chaim Kulchem Ayah. Atma Dvekim. That means those who are not Dvekim Hashem Lokeha. You don't have to finish the sentence. Atma Dvekim Hashem Lokeha. Chaim Kulchem Ayah. The Elush Ainim Dvekim Hashem Lokeha. Hashem Lokeha. Ainim Chaim Ayah. It's not a, it's not a pilpul. That's the pshat and the posit. Atamet vekim Hashem alakechem chayim kulchem ayin. Therefore, something that's your life, and you understand that it's your life, you want every drop of it. And halavai, halavai, she espalo adam kaliyam kulay. The greatest time at vekis is with davening. And halavai, I should be able to have that all my life during my day, to feel that, to know that, to experience that, that's what life is. A person that, that doesn't have any air, it's a halavai, I should be able to breathe. It's a very big halavai, I can't breathe, I'm dying. Halavai, I should have some oxygen. Halavai. It's, it's a big madrega, but it's the tachlis of life. One shouldn't think that there are different madregas of life. Without that, it's not called life. That's all. Avul Eizachayim, Chayim Amitiyim Shal Kirvas Hashem Yisbrach. True life is a life of Kirvas Hashem. Atem Advekim Hashem Lekechem. That's what Rabbi Yochanan was saying. He wasn't saying that you should take out a sitter and sit in Davin all day long. People have to go to work. They have to learn. They have to take care of their family. Means that the longing of a Jew's soul throughout the entire day Hatviya, what he, what he is demanding, what he's asking for, what he wants. Hayichul, what he's hoping for. Daishtoikikos, what he's longing for. Layumushim and haadam kolazman shouldn't go away from the person throughout the day, even though he's busy doing what he's doing. But not to forget who he is. Just like you wouldn't forget. To eat. He wouldn't forget because he needs to live. Each person according to his kaychas. The person's kaych is a stoikikus for Hashem's book, to be close to Hashem's book. When we ask, we want Mashiach to come, so. So a person thinks because then everybody will live happily ever after. There won't be any more service. It's true. But that's, that's not the tachlis of Mashiach. And that's not why the Baruch made a world that will conclude with Yemaisa Mashiach, that will have Mashiach. That's not why. The tachlis of Mashiach is the Vekis Basham.
that's what it means. The tachlis of Mashiach is the Vekas Bashar. So when the person is asking for Mashiach, you have to know that that's what it means. And somebody who, somebody who lives in this world in the, in the way of the Atma Dvekim can really, really want Mashiach. The other people who ask for Mashiach, it's because they want things to be better, which is nice. But let's face it. I mean, honestly. A nice, a nice guy also does want there to be war. A nice guy also does want there to be sickness. No? A nice guy also wants people to get along and be happy. So for that, we have to have Mashiach Zakein with all that Mashiach means. That it should be a good world. That's the tachlis of the whole creation. And all that we've been through, and all that the world has been through for, for all of these years, for 5,750 years, the whole tachlis is what? Of 5,770 years, the whole tachlis is what? The whole tachlis is that I should have, that I should have a boiler that never breaks. That all the shaduchim should go well. That I should have panosa daiva haisit, that I don't have to worry about money. That's the tachlis. So the Barsham didn't have to make a whole Indian with money, that we shouldn't have to worry about money, that we don't have to have Mashiach to take us out of the problem of, of not having money. That's the tachlis. Dveikas Bashar. And all the things that we've gone through in life and in history is only for that. Dveikas Bashar. Every Nisayim, Atma Dveikam Hashem is to bring us to be Dveikam Hashem. All of Purim and all the Tsaras of Purim is only one thing to come to what? Was to come to Shoshanis Yaakov, Sahala Vesmech Baraisim, Yachat, Chelis Mordechat, Dveikas Bashar. Dveikas Bashar. The whole story of Purim. Dveikas Bashar. So what happened in Shushan? So the Gemara says that when Haman took off his ring, not Haman, when Achashverosh took off his ring to give the official stamp that the Jews are going to be killed, that brought more tshuva to the world than all of the prophets of the Jewish people that came to talk to us and scream and to yell and to cry. It brought to... It brought a, a bigger tshuva than all the Nevi'im and the Nevi'is. That's what the Gemara says. G'doy l'hasaras ha-tabas. When what? When Achashverosh took off his ring to, to seal our fate, what he thought would be our fate, that was more effective than all of the Nevi'im and the Nevi'is who were coming and saying, Yidlach, Yidlach, please, Yidin, tshuva, tshuva. Yeah, no, no. was a tremendous Kirov professional. He could have worked for Esha Torah, for NCSY. He would have been the most effective person. Gedela Sasatabaz. Adhayim. If a Yishmaeli fires a missile into, into God forbid, into Israel, then all of a sudden the people in that neighborhood are saying Shema Yisrael. Gedela Sasatabaz. Everybody's been asking him to say Shema Yisrael, no, they don't want to. And who got him to say, Yish, who got him to say Shema Yisrael? The Palestinian terrorists got him to say Shema Yisrael. 
The Tachlis is Atma Dvekim Hashem Lakaychem Chaim Kulchem Ayoyim. Do you want to understand that? Do you want to come to that? Or do you want to be brought to that? At the end of the day, Purim brought us to that realization. All the Nisyonist, all the scary stuff. Until we came to it, until we came to the Yeshushan Sahala Vesameich. It didn't start off like that, the story. The story started off in a very scary way. It was really bad. At the end, it came to what? Atma Dvekim Hashem Akem Chayakum Chayakum. Kimu Vekibla Yehudim. There's a new Kabbalah Zatar that took place in Shushan that we didn't have such a Kabbalah Zatar by Har Sinai. We didn't have such a Kabbalah Zatar. Why? Because Achashverish and Haman made up this thing to kill us. What's the tachlis of my life? I'm going to die tomorrow. Looks like I'm going to die tomorrow. What's the tachlis of my life? So all the Jews start to daven and to scream and to yell, start to put on tilim, start to learn. What's the tachlis of my life? That's the tachlis of life. A novi could bring you to that tachlis. Or God forbid, Achashverosh and Hama could bring you to that tachlis. But the tachlis, each one of us has to be brought to. In life, or in many lives, or in the afterlife. Every single one of us eventually will live in that way of Dveikas Bashan. Either in this life, in the afterlife, in another life. Every single one of us is going to be Dovak Takadash Baruch. You can be brought to it through a Navi, or you could be brought to a God forbid through Haman. So we're all thinking, isn't there anything maybe in between like those two? But that's how it is. The Tachlis is Dveikas Bashan. If a person is missing this basic inner purpose of tefillah, point of davening, if a person is missing this, even if you feel that you're having a good davening because you're thinking about the words, which is good, it is good. That's, just, that's good, but, you, but that's not the Tachlis. And it's in your head, and you're thinking about the, and you say the words properly. It doesn't make you into a person. It doesn't make you into a person who throughout the day is living with that dream of, hi, Halavai, I could find a connection to Kaddish Baruch. Halavai, I could... I could come to a deeper part of myself and to connect to him, halavai. That kind of davening, even though it's for the brain, and you went and, and you studied the, the parish on the Siddur, and you took a class in B'yurei Tzvila, and not only that, you're actually working at it, and you're saying it with your mouth, and it's good, and you should continue. But that's not going to make you necessarily into a person of halavai, she's followed. And it could be that that same mouth that was saying Ashrei an hour before, an hour later, could be saying Lashon Haritu, Chasushon. It's not Davka. Because you're not living with the Kadosh the whole day. You're living with the Kadosh by Davening. And then you have the spaces in between Davening. The Halavai, she is followed in Kolayim Kulay. That's something else. That's in between the official Tfilas. Who you are and how you live. 
When you're not davening, are you still davening? When you're not davening, you're still davening. Like the tzaddikim say, after the whole Elul really begins Tubar, and Elul, Hashanah says, Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, Sukkot Hashanah, Rabbi, Shemini Yatzeris, and Chostair, and so after all of that, you come to the month of Macheshkin. Macheshkin is there's no, there's no special. Macheshkin is a month without any Yom Taiva. The Tzaddikim say that the word Macheshkin is Machshin Svesai, which means the murmurings of the lips. The word Rachash, Rachash Libi, Rachash means that the lips are murmuring, moving. The Tzaddikim say, it is that the tachlis of all of El Roshanim Kippur and all of that sukkis and Shmiyatzeh is to come to a madrega, even when you're not davening, you're still davening. Even when you don't have to daven. And there's no official yontiv. You can't help but continue talking to God. Because throughout all the Yom Nirayim and sukkis, you became connected to Him. So now Hashem gives all of a sudden an empty month. Nothing. To see whether or not you're still davening when the davening stops. Are you still doing tshuva when the official tshuva is stopped? Do you still look for Kaddish Baruch Alavai when you're busy with day-to-day life? Which There's no yant of a person who's just busy with life. Happened in Cheshmer's life from the Mabul was in Cheshmer. And there's a Mabul of Gashmir's in this world in Cheshmer. And, and are you still Halavai? Are you still Halavai? Thinking about, ach, what it was, Hashanim Kippur. To think back on Sukkis, Halavai, to have that connection to Kaddish Baruch. Or does a person live during the year thinking, I'm so glad that I'm finished with Yom Kippur? And I hope that this time they'll give us two years to the next Yom Kippur. God forbid. When Yom Kippur is the whole chiyas of a Jew, is the dveikas that he has, Yom Kippur is the highest time. What's your halavai? I think that's a big question that, that, that the Baruch is asking each and every one of us. What halavai do you live with? What's your halavai? Is your halavai just like you'd be able to get a good night's sleep? That's fine. And that's nothing. there's nothing wrong with that. Does that warrant a halavai? Is that just a, a, a thing for the goof? But what's your halavai? What is it that you really, really wish could be? What do you really, really wish could be? That's who a person is. What is mishtoikik for? What he davens for when he's not daven. That's how you can tell what a person is. So it's interesting, Purim, the Purim, there's no Issa on Purim, a person could turn on lights, could go in the car. The whole Indian of Purim is, is a big halavai. When I'm not, when it's not Shabbos, when it's not Yontiv, when I'm not in Shul, when, I, when I'm just um, letting go in a certain way on Purim. When, I, when I'm drunk. 
When a person is drunk, then you can, then you find out what the halavai is. That's not for girls, God forbid. When a person is drunk, then you see what the halavai is. That's why it's not a good idea for most people to drink much on Purim. Because then you get a little bit of a picture of the halavai, and it's not always so pretty. Sometimes it's unbelievable. Sometimes you get used to having yeshiva, like the, 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 the biggest troublemaker, the guy that never ever showed up this year, and was involved in all kinds of crazy stuff, and then on Purim he was drinking, and he was taught to bawl like a baby, crying, crying about the Bunishlam, about being a better Jew and doing shuva, such a thing. You'd have another guy that was like a model bacher, and he would start to drink. He started to say crazy things, disgusting things. One of the things that a person has seen for who he is is kaisai. How does he act when he has something to drink? That's what Purim is. When the name of Hashem is not in the Megillah. But who are you really? Not during Davni, when Hashem's not, when Hashem's name is not there, when you're not holding a sibling. What's your halavai? There's no name of Hashem in the, in the whole Megillah. Everybody knows that. So who are you when who are you when you're not standing with Hashem's name in front of you? Do you still think about Hashem when you don't see Hashem's name? Do you still think about about being a Jew when you're wearing a costume dressed up as somebody else? That's that's what it is. Makesh shakol hayom kulo b'chinas va'anit tefila. That's what Dovidamel said about himself. Va'anit tefila. That doesn't mean Dov. That doesn't mean Dovidamel did nothing else but Dov. He was very busy. He was a king. But he said va'anit tefila. I am tefila. Va'anit tefila. Oz yeish natsur amitis. When you when you live that way, then the three tefillas that of shachas minchemarv themselves take on a completely different form. A different the three tefillas become different. It's part. It's not just three times a day that I have to say these words. It means that I set myself up three times, or if you daven, whatever shachas mincha, if you're you know everybody, the women have different whatever they. So if a person, if a person, the person sets up those three times as three stops, three headquarters, three stopovers during the day, to recharge and to refuel my halavais, from shachos to get the mincha, from mincha to get the marv. It's it's not stam. I have to say it after that. It's my three charges of halavai. No, halavai. We should be zayich to see that this, this that perm should, that perm should lead to to that time of of the halavai that we've all been asking for without understanding exactly what it means. And even if we don't understand, halavai should already be. Everybody should have a fairly chemichlik in perm, and we should be zayich to see that time that all of our tefillos will be answered individually and as a people collectively with the glory of Shlomo. Amen.